the foods we eat, the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the climate that makes our planet habitable all come from nature. Yet, these are exceptional times in which nature is sending us a message. To care for ourselves, we must care for nature. It's time to wake up, to take notice, to raise our voices. It's time to build back better for people and planet. This World Environment Day, 5th June, is time for nature. And the theme for this year is biodiversity. What is biodiversity and how is it connected to us human beings? Biodiversity is the foundation that supports all life on land and below water. It affects every aspect of human health, providing clean air and water, nutritious foods, scientific understanding and medicine sources, natural disease resistance, and climate change mitigation. Changing or removing one element of this web affects the entire life. Good day, my lovely listeners. It's uh, eight minutes past 12. Uh, hoping you're having a great Friday. Today's uh, the 5th of June, 2020. It's also the World Environment Day, and we just listened to a great message coming in from Tabisani, who is currently working as the country director for the Foundation for Tomorrow in Tanzania. Uh, this is an organization working to empower through education in Tanzania. So look out uh, for uh, their handles and website on our Instagram page. I'm sure that will be able to take you further in understanding which kind of work they are doing and how you can probably support their work. So just to speak a little bit more about the day, the theme uh, of the World Environment Day is biodiversity and we should understand that there are a number and a variety of species in terms of plants, in terms of animal life, on the planet that we live on today. And we would really want to reflect about what we are doing to take care of those, because we should understand that for a very long time, we have honestly polluted and destroyed our own universe with so, so many things. But it's quite beautiful, it's quite amazing that the universe has continued serving us and loving us in so many ways in terms of giving us food, in terms of, of giving us fresh air, water, serenity. We have space to live on. You can mention it all. So really, I think today we should scale it down to ourselves. Whoever is listening to me now, what are you doing to protect the universe around you? In your community, what are you doing to protect, preserve, return the love back to the universe? So I think we should really reflect about that today. Um, allow me to dive into today's topic or what uh, the focus of this episode is about today. And we are looking at personality. Yeah, personality. Just quickly, would like to start with a quote from John Maxwell's book about the 15 invaluable laws of growth. Uh, John Maxwell says, who you are is who you attract. If you want to be around growing people, become a growing person. If you're committed, you attract others who are committed. 
if you're growing you attract others who are growing this puts you in a position to begin building a community of like-minded people who can one another succeed so i'm wondering which community are you around today i know that uh, a number of us are still home or we are still working under and you could be spending a lot of time on your phone so which kind of community do you have online which kind of community do you have on your phone yeah so what is personality i would say personality is really the way we behave the way in which we dominantly act so many times people want to know what's my personality who am i as a person what really do i struggle with what am i good at that way i'm able to understand how i'm supposed to behave or adjust in certain environment so personality also includes uh, various aspects of a person's character that combine really to make them different from other people because all the time we have been hearing people saying oh we are all different we are all different and therefore we need to embrace ourselves accept ourselves the way we are so that is also something to look at when you're um, talking about personality understanding that people will behave in different ways but how are you able to keep up with them how are you able to adjust with them and also going forward uh, there are a number of tools that are really used to understand how people behave or be able to do it personally because before you understand how other people behave it's really important it's really key that you start with yourself understand how and why you behave in a certain way so these tools you can really find them on the internet you can find uh, them on other a personality sites that I would be sharing with time and uh, personally I do love using a tool that I was taught during a leadership training by Akinamama wa Africa uh, during the African Women Leadership Institute in 2018 I really enjoyed it how uh, simple it is how it tends to be accurate I don't know if it is for you hope it is yeah, I hope it turns out to be accurate for you. So it really looks at different behaviors and the specific personalities that are really attached to those. Ah, perfect. So for each personality, you will realize that each has a main characteristic, each has a leadership style, each has a dark side oh yes there is no one who is perfect I'm always telling my colleagues my peers my friends when they walk up to some uh, someone and be like oh she seems very perfect she seems very very perfect and at the back of my head I'm telling them people there is no one who is perfect everyone has their good side and their bad side not bad but their weaknesses and strengths I would want it to seem in that kind of way and everyone depending on their personality they will have different coping mechanisms they will have different learning systems so you need to understand what is yours and we shall start by looking at the different types i would talk of four from that specific tool that i was taught at akinamama or africa so the first uh, type of personality are the cholerics cholerics it's c-h-o-l-e-i-r 
yeah uh, sorry it is c h o l e r i c so cholerics usually these are referred to as the bad tempered people or hot tempered people you've had people say oh my god do not mess up with that person you won't like it she is so hot tempered so these are the cholerics and the tool mentions that the main characteristic of these people is that they want to use power they want to feel powerful all the time they want to feel like they own spaces if they're in um community if they're at work if they if they're in a family space if they're with friends they want to seem like they own the space they want to seem like they have the power to do everything that is in that specific space their leadership style is that they are workers these are people who will come into a, a space and find you know someone has done something already or they've already arranged something and they will want to come in and repeat exactly what the person has done but for them they feel okay this is how i want it to be done therefore i have to repeat it let's say it's a function and people are delaying with the decor this person will just start decorating if it's uh, at home and maybe something has gone wrong it could be a bulb and it needs to be fixing and everyone is delaying they will quickly be fast to fix the bulb if it's at work and maybe a certain proposal is being delayed oh my god they will be very quick to jump right onto it and work on that proposal then their dark side or their weakness is that they're very controlling these are people who want to control almost everything that they do not even have knowledge about that they do not have power over so because they want to use power most of the times they want to feel powerful they end up controlling situations if you're in a relationship if you are having a, a subordinate it could be your workmate it could be your sibling you need to uh, watch out for some of these um traits because colleagues are good people uh, when it comes to speeding up results because they are workers and then when it, when it comes to being controlling i know some people do not like that but how are you able to contain a choleric if you are choleric how are you able to accept that and be able to better yourself as a choleric then the other type are the melancholies we have people who are um the downhearted people usually they're referred to as that the main uh, characteristic of the melancholies is that they are perfectionists i am a melancholy <laughs> yeah i'm dominantly a melancholy i would want to emphasize that because some of you might be saying ah she's just speaking who is she what's her personality i'm more of a melancholy perfectionism can be a problem the last let us say i'm trying to record a podcast or i'm trying to do a video or i'm trying to um take a, a photo i would want it to be exactly the way i pictured it in my mind so usually people will struggle with staying with perfectionists even if it's in any kind of relationship if it's at work if it's um in any space you will realize that perfectionists are usually a burden for some people then the leadership style of melancholy is that they are thinkers these are people who will um sit down and really think about something they trust their guts they trust their intuition what comes to mind is that they want to listen to what their thoughts are telling them they want to keep in their heads if something occurs they need time to think about it and then their dark side is that they're insecure they'll be insecure about even small things 
you've had people saying, oh, my girlfriend is very insecure, even with small, small little things, or my boss or my friend. So depending on who you're really relating with, you might want to um, look out for those. And also to emphasize that there are different behaviors that will manifest when someone is really downhearted. These are people who want to be orderly, they want to be scheduled, uh, they, they are very analytical, very deep and purposeful. They are easily uh, um, they are easily socially insecure, they are easily depressed, okay? They tend to be moody. So there are different behaviors that will really show up to help you understand that, oh, okay, this is a choleric, this is a melancholy. Then the other type is um, the sanguines. The sanguines are usually looked at as cheerful people. These are people who are really looked at as being interesting. Uh, they want to attract uh, attention. Their presence has to be felt in whatever space they are occupying. So that's their main characteristic. Their personality is key for them. They want to be felt. They want to be seen. Not for reasons that are relative all the time. Because that's just who they are. They want to keep fun. They want to keep life around wherever they are. And then their leadership styles that they are talkers. These are people who will talk, 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 even when everyone else is quiet. Even if it requires them to, to just shut up, they will not shut up. So I have a friend, um, not even a friend, my mom. I think my mom is a sanguine. My mom really, really talks. She will talk when everyone else is quiet. And usually their dark side is that they are undisciplined. And disciplined in ways that they might not really be quick to conform to rules, to regulations. Even when they have to, they will have to ask so many questions. So you'll find that these are people who are good at debating. Okay? You understand? They are good at um, uh, being funny. They are loving. They are very spontaneous. They easily forget even when they have said things that might hurt you. And yeah, they are eager for creativity. So you realize that, okay, I'm now dealing with a sanguine or I'm a sanguine myself. The last uh, type of personality is the phlegmatic. These are people who are peaceful. Like, calm, like, like. You associate them with all those sorts of uh, behaviors, okay? They are quiet, they are calm, they are relaxed, they are easy going. Okay, they are indecisive as well. They are not easily motivated. So their behaviors attached to those as well. Their main characteristic is that they are peaceful people. Okay, they do not want violence. They don't. They easily don't want to engage in uncomfortable conversations. These are people who will not even engage in debates. Okay, and then their leadership styles that they are mediators. They are people who will bring two parties that are not on the same page back together they'll try to persuade people to stop arguing to stop fighting to stop hating one another they'll try to preach peace in every space that they are occupying then their weakness side or their dark side is that they're reluctant okay they really hesitate to take action mostly you know because they are scared of what might come out am i doing the right thing am i doing the wrong thing so yeah we have the cholerics that are the bad tempered people tempered people we have the melancholies who are the downhearted people we have the sanguines who are cheerful people then we have the phlegmatic according to this specific tool remember that there are so many other tools
hoping by now you're really trying to reflect, you're really trying to uh, look at how you behave, how you dominantly act, and you're asking yourself, am I a choleric, am I a sanguine? Yeah, hoping that is really running through your mind right now. Also, I would like to really emphasize and really highlight that for each individual, they will portray more than one type of personality. For example, uh, I can be a choleric and then be a melancholy at some point, simply because, you know, life is really dynamic and the situations that we are in will differ depending on what is happening in our lives, what is really going on, which positions we are in, which spaces are we occupying. So there are different factors that will contribute to how someone behaves, okay? But it still stands that for each individual, they will really have one type of personality that dominates their way of behavior. Okay, for example, I say that I'm, I'm melancholy because for me, uh, behaviors like, you know, being deep and, and purposeful, uh, being unsensitive to others, okay, I can be creative, I can look at my talents and create something there, I tend to be analytical, okay, and I want things to be orderly, I want scheduled things, even when it can't really happen that way, I easily get depressed, okay, I'm socially insecure, so there are so many things that go around that will really tell me that, okay, I'm mostly a melancholy, and oh my god, sometimes I can be a, a phlegmatic person, yeah, I can be a peacemaker, I can be a mediator, and sometimes I'm just reluctant with doing some things, okay? Sometimes I'm not easily motivated, okay? I can be too quiet, I can be eager to rest, so there are so many things that will happen to me depending on which situation I'm in, but that doesn't take away the fact that I'm dominantly melancholy, okay? And just to close uh, the topic today, is that we need to understand that our purpose is to be ourselves, become the best version of ourselves, contribute to becoming exactly who we want to be, and then also extend that same energy to the people around us and to the world around us. But how are you able to understand that, okay, this is who I am and I'm embracing it, I am accepting whatever I am and understanding that I am enough and in my enoughness, I'll be able to better my life, to take myself to another level, to chase my dreams, to do every little thing that I put my mind to, okay? For some people, realize that you start comparing yourself uh, to other people. It has ever happened to me as well. Um, I've never really, before um, maybe this year or before having that whole exposure, I never really thought that I would ever have a podcast or I would ever speak up. Because for me, speaking was really, really, you know, something that I struggled with, even in school, okay? I knew that I could speak, but I don't know why. And later, not until I got, you know, to arrive at self-awareness, to arrive at being able to get interested in understanding who I am, that is how I was able to say, well, no, I think... They do not speak because they are better than me. They speak because they have put time to it. They have put time to being able to value or validate their voice. So for me, that is also how I really want to look at my life and say that, okay, I know that I struggle with speaking, but if I have something to say to uh, the people I'm relating with or to the spaces in the universe, then I must be able to believe that I am enough Okay, to believe that my voice matters 
and that way I'll be able to do things that I enjoy, to do things that the divine is really uh, connecting me to do. So I hope that in the next episodes that will be coming over, we shall be able to look at uh, why you're enough, what could happen if you don't understand that you're enough, and the importance really. So hoping that uh, the topic for today really speaks into self-awareness and also helps you understand that you need to know yourself you need to know what you're good at and what you struggle with you need to know those around you such that you're able to grow in a space that empowers you in a space that positively serves you